Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us, and I'm thankful to be your host. We're going to be looking at uh, possible sites of uh, Solomon's Temple, and one in particular. We're on pages 335 to 338 of the popular handbook of archaeology in the Bible by Holden Geisler. Long-time textbook, great book, been using it last several weeks, and... Uh, We've used the Thompson Chain, the Open Bible, the Premier Study Bible, some Rose Publishing information on archaeology. We have uh, maybe several thousand more things looking into the future. <coughs> Excuse me. So let's get started. Again, thanks for being here. And holding Geisler's book, I'll make mention again. The possible site of the temple, in addition to his discoveries of the proposed pre Herodian Western Wall boundary surrounding Temple Mount walls and structures, Rittmeyer, that's speaking of Lean Rittmeyer, has on various occasions sought to research a relationship between the protruding rock, X, excuse me, S. Sacra, the rock, covered by the uh, dome of the rock structure and the temple itself. In order to achieve this, he carefully examined the markings found on the rock. And this is so interesting, by the way, which has helped to offer archaeological evidence supporting the site as the location of both the first and second temples. I think you'll find it interesting as well. And they've got a good aerial view of the rock, the ex-sacra known as the rock of binding, referring to Abraham's offering of his son Isaac, also the foundation stone of the world. First, Rittmeyer, I think the well of souls as well. First, Rittmeyer noticed the areas forming the foundation trench carved into the southern side of the rock itself and a rock scarp on the northern end which he proposes to be the foundation locations for the northern and southern walls of the holiest of holies. Holy of holies. The surface of the northern scarp, according to Rittmeyer, was cut down in size by crusaders, forming a flat area on which to place two shrines that would complement the crusader altar built on the rock. According to First uh, Kings 6.20, Solomon's inner sanctuary was 20 royal cubits long by 20 royal cubits wide by 20 royal cubits high. Whitmire measured between the two trenches a distance of 34 feet 5 inches, which is exactly 20 royal cubits. So that's pretty interesting. He's also got a picture of the Ark of the Covenant here, and I did want to, not the real one, but uh, we don't know where that was at. Somebody might. Ethiopia, Rome, underneath Jerusalem, somewhere else. The Ark of the Covenant, which was placed in the Holiest Holies, was the most revered artifact ever made. They even made movies about it. It was a rectangular wonder chest measuring 2.25 feet wide and 3.75 feet long, made of sheetam wood, acacia. It was overlaid with gold. Its lid, called the mercy seat or atonement cover, made of solid gold with golden cherubim's fashion and the same piece of gold sitting atop the lid with outstretched wings. It was from between the two cherubim on the mercy seat 
that God would speak to Moses. Exodus 25-22, number 789. Since the ark was not to be touched, special poles would overlaid with gold were used to transport it from location to location. It was placed in its final permanent location in Solomon's temple. Inside the ark were placed the two tablets of the law given by Moses, Exodus 25, Aaron's rod that budded, number 17, and Hebrews 9, 4, and finally the golden jar of manna, or pot of manna, Exodus 16, 33, Hebrews 9, 4. The model in this picture in this book is from the wilderness tabernacle based on... Uh, located in Kibbutz Almog, near the Dead Sea. Photo Zev Redovan. And then uh, they've got a little quote and a footnote down here uh, by Lean Rittmeyer, the quest revealing the Temple Mount Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Carta Jerusalem, and the uh, Lamb Foundation, 247. Rittmeyer uh, treats objections to his proposals in a convincing manner, pages 247-250, offering literary, geological, and archaeological evidence. Supporting his claims, he indicates that the construction of the Dome of the Rock late 7th century AD and the extreme reverence with which the Muslims and Christians for a short time during the Crusades have treated the site has protected the rock through the centuries from the natural element and vandalism, making the temple markings discernible. Even during the Crusader period, the rock and its markings appeared to have been protected uh, since the entire western half of the rock was overlaid with some steps and a platform that served as a part of the Crusader church. So that was a footnote. So getting back to the text itself, Second Rittmeyer discovered a natural rock edge scarp the western side of the rock, which would provide the natural back-end and western support structure for western wall of the innermost sanctuary. Third of the northern, southern, and western walls could be identified. There should be no foundation markings, 20 royal cubits on the east side of the holiest of holies. Since the scriptures say Solomon used a wooden partition made of olive wood and overlaid with gold, 1 Kings 6.51. Or 31, excuse me, between the inner sanctuary and the holy place. The later Herodian temple used a curtain or a veil, according to the Bible, Matthew 27, 51, Josephus and Jewish sources, Mishnah Yoma. After examining the rock, Rittmeyer discovered the presence of crusader quarry marks, but found no evidence of trenches on the eastern side of the inner sanctuary. Fourth, Rittmeyer noticed a rectangular depression the exact center of the Holy of Holies area. This is amazing. After measuring the dimensions, uh -huh, 2.25 feet wide, 1.5 cubits by 2.5 cubits, 3.7 feet long of the depression, he discovered it was the same dimensions as the Ark of the Covenant. First Kings 6, 19-21 is consistent with these markings since it describes the innermost sanctuary at the location where Solomon prepared a special place for the ark, the special preparation is also confirmed in 1 Kings 8, where it says, There I have set a place for the ark. According to Rittmeyer, the Hebrew 
sim, translated set, can also mean put or make, which fit the archaeological evidence visible on the rock itself. And this is the rock of binding, the S sacra. In this case, Rittmeyer suggests, which dome of the rock, you know, Rittmeyer suggests translating sim as made, rendering the uh, Solomon statements I have made there a place for the ark. This preparation made by Solomon to stabilize the ark on Mount Moriah's rocky surface ensured that the ark would not tilt, wobble, or slide to one side in an indignified manner. The value of the biblical passage could not be underestimated for without their description, we would not have recognized the rock markings and dimensions, what they really were. So the Ark of the Covenant, evidently, and to me this really just seems convincing until I find evidence otherwise, sat on the rock in the Dome of the Rock. And it was also the same rock, probably, where Abraham sacrificed, or going to sacrifice Isaac. And foundation stone of the world according to me. God bless. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Pray for us. I hope you find this as interesting as I do. And we're going to be looking some more at the Temple Mount. And share with your friends, family, church family, Sunday school classes. Leave a five-star review. Subscribe. Listen to our past podcasts. There's several hundred, if not over a thousand. And uh, pray for us. We'll talk with you later. And uh, we do podcasts you know, pretty much every day and sometimes at night too. So God bless. We love you. Bye-bye.